Welcome to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, where your hosts will discuss their daily life experiences, all while being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, let's meet your hosts, Moose, Mike, and Ben. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's episode number five of the Everyday Mormon Podcast, and uh, we have the full crew in the house tonight. Um, Ben's over there, Mike's over there, Moses right here Hello. with you. Hey. And uh, we're going to talk about all the good things uh, that maybe you want to hear about. Or maybe uh, <laughs> maybe you don't. I'm not sure. We're still going to talk about it. We're still going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, we hope you're listening and, and you're out there uh, at least enjoying something that we're, uh, that we're talking to you about. Uh, ben, how you doing? Yes, I'm doing good. I'm, I didn't know if I wanted to jump into the music. You had a flow going on there. You know, Mike is usually the one that just kind of like, hey, just jump. Talk right over. Oh, really? <laughs> Am I the one that cuts people off, you think? <laughs> Absolutely. You just did it. <laughs> there you go. That's right. When somebody's asking a question, who's the one that's cutting somebody off? That sounds vaguely familiar, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> I'm uh, glad that it's vaguely. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, there's so much. There's so much that we could say every day on the podcast. We do this podcast once a week, and we hope uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. We've gotten some, uh, certainly some feedback from uh, some of the uh, some listeners for the podcast. Um, we actually had one from what was it episode? One oh yeah, I, yeah. We got episode we got a, after the first the very first episode. We got an email. Yeah, don't, um, you don't see who it is. Listener, <laughs> um, you know, we'll we'll leave the listener's name out of it now. <laughs> um, but it was the response to a conversation we had in episode one about why bishops are still referred to as bishop. There you go. Hmm. So um, I thought this was very, uh, very informative here. So I'm going to read just a little bit of it, if you don't guys don't yeah, mind. Yeah, read a little bit. That'd be great. It says, uh, the listener here said, this is because a bishop is never actually released as a bishop since he will always hold that office. He is just giving up his keys in the priesthood to the next bishop. And then he goes mm-hmm. on to say, he quotes, um, he quotes uh, from LDS.org, um, when one is released from his calling in the priesthood, if keys have been conferred, those keys are relinquished to be given by proper authority to the new leader. When a bishop is released, for example, his priesthood or nation is to the office of bishop remains, but his priesthood keys to serve as the bishop of the ward are conferred upon the new bishop. So That's I want to say thank you for that information. Yeah, That's yeah. uh I, uh, I, I'm glad that someone cleared that up for me. And, and I, I don't know if you guys knew it or not. Um, hopefully it's new information to you. Hey, Moose, do you feel like that we should have known that? I think we kind of did. I don't know if I could have explained it that well for sure. Well, I, that's the beauty of, I think, what we do is is that I think there are other people out there who have these answers that I don't necessarily – I know the answer, mm-hmm. but I can't convey it. And uh, that's why they're smarter than me uh, because they can convey it in a different way, in a different way, in a different uh, – uh, I don't know, a different way. <laughs> well, you, you know, that leads me to another question. So if, if you have that calling for forever, basically, I guess is what it's saying. You know, some people talk about how they aspire to be a bishop or, or people aspire to positions. Does that make you think twice about aspiring to be in a position or to receive something like that? <laughs> oh, that's, that's interesting. So you're telling me, so are you thinking twice about because be careful what you ask for and you might get it? <laughs> is, is, is that is that what you're is that what you're kind of referring to, Mike? Um, uh, maybe, maybe. 
<laughs> well, I, if that's the case, I don't know. You, you got to be careful what you ask for. Um, and I, I kind of go back. To, I was having a conversation with someone recently, and they were just talking about how, um, you know, how, how cool would it be to see, you know, uh, God or, or Christ? And, and I've always said that you got to be careful what you ask for. Because indeed, you might get that. You indeed might get it. And if God appears before you and takes and relieves all doubt of faith, so that you have nothing to do with faith now, you're not going by faith alone. You're going by He's standing in front of you um, with with your Savior, and you know, kind of, kind of like much like Joseph Smith. And can you imagine the pressure that you must feel when you have the Almighty standing in front of you? And what it would be like to to slip up or to make a mistake, because all faith is removed from that point. Um, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where now you, you don't have an excuse, right? Yeah, there, like, there's <laughs> simply no excuse. So now it's kind of like it's kind of like having a mom or dad in front of you going, "Hey, um, I told you not to do that," and yeah. and then all of a sudden you you do something that they told you not to do. Like you know, the 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 eyes are just beaming down on you, <laughs> and this isn't from mom or dad. This is literally from the <laughs> the, the being that created the universe, um, God Almighty. I mean, can you imagine? I just I don't know. I I just you, you got to be you careful. Bring it up, Moose. Yeah, you just got to. Well, well, the thing is, because at this point, like we said, it's not faith. So at this point, you know what you're doing is right or wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. You know it because right. you've either had the conversation right. or, right. you know, face to face or you've seen them and you can feel that. And so you're like, man, I, I guess I, I can't honk at this person in front of me. And, you know, we, we use this. We go back to driving often. Yes. Be like, I can't honk at this person and get him, tell them to move along, you know, because God is loving. He's forgiving. He's all these other things. And, and you know it now. So that, I don't know, Moose, I'm right there with you. I don't know that I would want that. At least I'm not prepared for it at this point. That's for sure. Well, so think about it this way, further, even honking or driving. And now when you turn on the radio or if you turn on your, you know, oh. your TV, like, uh, like you just got to go, um, I can't listen to this or I can't watch this or I can't like it would go so deep that I think that that's really what what and, and that's why in my mind that you just can't know that God is there or see him because you will literally I mean you might drive yourself insane because you know you either go one or one of a couple of ways I guess but you know one way would be you could either um go how can I devote my entire life to serving, um, you know, our, our savior, like, because you've seen them. And so you're like, I've got to put everything, I've got to cast everything else aside. Like, and, and so yeah. that can be very difficult. I mean, you still have to have a job. You still have to have, um, you know, pump gas in your car. You still got like, like you're going, I don't have time for this. I've got to <laughs> tell the world what I've seen. Like, I've got to tell the world that that this is not a a uh, faith. You know, this is this is a make believe. This is real, yeah. and that wow. almost would drive you. I mean, I, I just think about it myself, and I go, I don't know how I would feel. I couldn't even sleep. So, can you imagine that the apostles, or the, you know, Joseph Smith, or anybody who has seen our Savior, and how they must feel and trying to convey the word 
that they're trying to to uh, preach, I guess. Um, yeah. It's an amazing feeling. I can't even... You, you, oh. you know, as you bring it to life there in your words, um, it's funny, is everyone and anyone who has faith always says that they want to meet God. Right. You know, they want to... They always say it. You know, it's like... They, they say it like... That's right. It's like, it's like, it's like watching a TV show. I want to see him. Right. You know, it's like... <laughs> right. But, you know, when you say those words, when you describe it the way you describe it right then and there, uh, man... You're right. What would you do? What would you say? As you're talking to me right now, like, like I, you almost feel like I'm not, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not, like yeah. I'm not, yeah. you know, I, well, you know, you know, I, and, and I, and I know Mike wants to jump in here real quick, but I, 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 I'm, I was holding my, my words as you would say, because I'm trying to think if he just appeared in front of me, like, dude, what do I say? I'm sorry. Or, right. or do I say, you know, like, yeah. like um, do I start from now, or you know, like, so, <laughs> yeah. like well, what do you, what do you say? Can I get a do-over? You know, it's right, like, yeah. <laughs> like well, so what, that, what do you say? And I say it jokingly, you know, yeah. I, it's it's a real, this is serious, but I'm I, I'm like, wow, I, it's, I, I'm usually not at a loss of words, Moose. I mean, I'm usually not at a loss of words, and. I'm at a loss of words. Right. Well, and apparently you aren't because you're still talking. Um, but anyway, <laughs> what what, uh, what I would say to that is I don't know that we would feel uh, – we would all feel unworthy. I think that's a given. Mm-hmm. I think what, what Moose is trying to relay is the feeling after that when once you've gotten past that initial piece, mm-hmm. like – um, okay, so uh, I can't do anything wrong anymore. Yeah. And not that you can't because you you still know that you're imperfect, but because you know for sure now. And because, uh, you know, just think about Moses, just all the prophets. Yeah. Even Moses, you're talking about some now and back then, the things that they actually did go through to get their message across. I mean, they went through tons of stuff. And uh, it's it's just one of those things that it really is, be careful what you wish for. It really is. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, you can imagine the guilt that you would feel knowing yeah. that, you know, the Savior is is literally seeing everything you do. Even though we know now, even though I have a testimony of the gospel, I have a testimony of God, I have a testimony of, of Christ. I mean, I have a testimony, and I could share it. But when you know, like it's something that uh, some people might call, like, uh, you know, calling an election made sure. If you've ever mm-hmm. heard that term, you know, I guess you can look it up at some other time. But um, if when you get that, it's like mm, this is this is serious, and it could be it, ah, this is, I can't even describe it. And so I can only imagine it. Some of the the people who have uh, have come face to face, whether in the Book of Mormon or in the Bible, um, and what they must feel. Uh, it's an amazing and what and what they've gone through after. Yeah. Well, and, and as a, as a perfect example, but on a much smaller scale, when we text each other things, uh, when you see social media pieces out there, people are a little more brave to say things. Yeah. But when they're face to face with somebody, it's a little different reaction. They're a little more understanding. They're a little more um, easygoing versus being so brave in the text to call somebody out. Right. They're not willing to do that. Usually, do that in person. So imagine this on like what you're saying on a bigger scale with. With God, yeah. that uh, you know, we're, we'll we'll talk the game while we're down here, but when we're face to face, we're like, um, yeah, about all that stuff I was saying before. Can we <laughs> yeah. just uh, hey, can we just can ignore we, that? That yeah, means can we can we scratch that out? That means zero, and and, and yeah. that's the other thing. You know, think about just for a moment here. You mentioned that. Think about how your social media accounts would that change? Would that change the Ooh. way you responded, or who you followed, or what you were looking at? Like you just, I, I could oh. 
and that's the way we should be living, by the way, because he is real and he is there and he's looking at us all the time. But the point is, is that when you know with a surety, without, without a single doubt, he's in front of you. And then, um, and I think that your next step is just feeling completely, um, like I can't do anything, you know, like whether it's at work, you know, you think about how you treat your guests at work or your clients at work or, uh, you know, whatever you do, it's like, we would just take, we would take it, st- it would be a huge change. It would be a huge game changer. Um, and yet that's exactly the way we should be doing it anyway. That's exactly what yeah. the way we should be living anyway. You know, treating each other like you love your neighbor, um, like you love yourself, just like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a tough yeah. thing to do. you got a neighbor right now that lives right next door <laughs> to you, and I guarantee you um, it's very difficult to love him like you love yourself. Um, well, there's one neighbor I don't even know. So there exactly, you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was about to say, who lives next to me? Hey, by the way, <laughs> I, I have a, I have a neighbor who has been calling me by the wrong name for years now. And I've yet to correct him. And I'm like, ah, it's okay. I just, you know, he calls me that name. I just go, Hey, how you doing? I call him by his name. Um, <laughs> He's got my name wrong. He just does. And you mean and I'm okay me that's not your name? No, that's not my name. Um, my name is it is not John. Just so you know, for that is hilarious. he calls me John, and I just answer to it. I've been answering to it for years now, and I just go well. It, it, it's know? funny. I can I can see it. You know, Moose comes out in the morning, checks his lawn. His neighbor pops out. Hey, John. It, Moose it, turns around and says, "Hey, neighbor." It's it's absolutely <laughs> true. I'm like, "Hey, Bob, how you doing?" Like I just answer because I'm like, well, you know what? It's okay. You know, and so maybe, uh, but maybe you are being that is the right thing. No, to do. I know, I know. Yeah, you you might be right, or my or I should just be able to say, "Hey, I'm not John. Hey, how you doing?" Um, but <laughs> but on, you're right. Say that. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name. I'm your next door neighbor. <laughs> right. <laughs> my name is not hey, John. Uh, I changed my name. Uh, my my name is actually <laughs> Moose now. That would probably be easier. Yeah, just I just wanted Moose. you to know. So just call me Moose. You're fine. <laughs> Um, I just I just didn't want you screaming the wrong name out in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want everybody to get confused since I changed my name. My family will get confused. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so if you could just use this from now on, it'd be great. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> you know what's funny though is I, I look at some of the neighbors like uh, their their yards or or whatever, and I'm like, you know, I, I really want to get over there and and clean out around his you know mailbox, or I want to put new numbers on his mailbox because I'm not I don't like the way those numbers look, um, or whatever. Uh, Maybe that's a good way of getting it started. John, what are you doing? Um, I'm just uh, redoing your uh, numbers in your mailbox. Um, I'm not John. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who are you talking to? No, no, no. No, I just moved in. I just moved in next door. That's not me. Um, uh, anyway. anyway, it's just one of those things that uh, I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, but when you, when you think about whether you really want to have that, be careful what you wish for because you might get it. Uh, yeah, and it, it made me think about something else as you, you brought this up because th- there's this narrative in the world today. It's been here for a little while, but it's the accept me for who I am narrative. And and that narrative is, is a false narrative in so many ways. Um, and, 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 and what you're talking about, do we really want to know? Because if we do know, if we do see him, we have to change. We right. have to change. Right. And so – 
if if we're going to go with the accept me for who I am narrative, then that's not real. I mean, one, because it simply implies that you don't want to change. You don't need to change. You don't need to get better. You're never that's wrong. You, that's your perfect. Right. Right. Exactly. You, you, that's your implication. And two, just the wording itself is like, you know, well, I, I, I love me because of my, uh, you know, my choices or whatever. And it's, it's not my fault. It's other people's fault. The reason why I am what I am. I was born this way. Um, you yeah. know, this is me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is that a right. song? Is it? I don't know. Um, but so, and because we and we talked a little bit, and I know uh, Ben was anxious to get into the natural man piece that I had brought up, because mm-hmm. this right. is part of that. This is all part of that. And if we are all spirit children of our heavenly Father, and we are, just yeah. in case anybody's curious, we are. <laughs> um, then we have His weaknesses, right? Well, don't we have His weaknesses? Yeah. I well, and His strengths. So. It's ca- but it's kind of a it's kind of a trick question because he's perfect. Yeah, he's not having weaknesses, and so there's a there's a scripture. I just want to bring this, read this, and so um so uh, Ben can kind of follow along. I'm sure you're familiar with this, Moose, but uh, it's in the book of Ether. It's chapter twelve, verses twenty seven and twenty eight. It says, "And if men become if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weaknesses. I give unto men weaknesses that they may be humble, and my and my grace is sufficient for all men." That humble themselves before me, for if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then I will make my I will make weak things become strong unto them. Mm. Behold, I will show unto them the I will show unto the excuse me I'm having a hard time reading tonight. <laughs> I will show unto the Gentiles their weaknesses, and I will show unto them that faith, hope, and charity bringeth unto me the fountain of all righteousness. Mm. This hit me probably a few years ago now. And uh, Musa shared this when we were talking to our friend, but the fact that he says he gave us weaknesses, he gave men weaknesses, and this is the natural man now that we're talking about, which is the worldly part of who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not because we just have them. He gave them to us when we came here. This is my feeling and my take on this, because we are his spirit children, so we are just like him. Mm-hmm. But we had to have these so we would be humble. Imagine if you're perfect. None of us would admit we're ever wrong because we wouldn't be wrong. Correct. We would not have the ability to understand um, uh, the opposite, the other side of not being perfect. We wouldn't have that understanding, and we wouldn't uh, feel for other people. And and on just by the way, that was in the Book of Mormon, and then First Corinthians chapter twelve in the New Testament is also talks about that. If anybody's curious. Hmm. But but the point was is that we are given these things where he's given us these weaknesses so that we may be humble and come unto him so he can make us strong. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny is that when you say that and he said you've given us these weaknesses, people still think that they're better than people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's so it's you know, it's it's like he's he's I understand the piece to humble because you need to you need to be able to you know to to be humble, to bow your head down to to know that you know that you're not who you think you are you know and so it's it's funny when you hear that how people took to it like almost the reverse like like they they expanded upon the opposite end right yeah yeah well, part of it i know this is kind of a weird transition or real weird relationship but i think of um for those who have, might have seen thor the movie the first one that came out when he is, he's Thor, he's who he is, he's worthy to hold the hammer. Oh, yeah, and go. then at some point in the movie, he becomes unworthy. Right. And it's taken from him, all his powers are taken from him, and he's sent to Earth without these powers. And so now he has to prove himself again to show that he's willing 
to be humble and to accept that he that he needs you know his dad or he needs this power to be in control and and i feel like that's us sometimes uh you know we're, we're here we're here on this earth we're here to be tested to show to see if we can overcome these weaknesses because as we're giving them we're not just giving them just to say oh yeah i'm gonna give you this weaknesses Boop, you know you're gonna struggle with that no it's overcome it do the best you can you're not perfect so we're not going to but do the best you can to overcome these weaknesses to be more like me and to be more like the savior so you can come back and live with me again um, and his grace saves us all because we are all saved by grace. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that we don't have to, to overcome our weaknesses because we can all, it's that, you know, that old that question everybody asks, well, if I, if I say I'm a bank robber, does that mean that it's, it's the way I was born? That's who I am? Well, no, it doesn't. Come on. Let's, yeah. let's be realistic. You, you got to learn how to change and how to overcome your stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. Ben, you had something else? Dad, I thought you were. No, I'm I'm absorbing all this in. I'm like a sponge <laughs> at the moment. So it's like the the gears like ee, they're moving in my head. So that, that's that's some yeah. that's powerful stuff, man. Yeah, very. That is very powerful to think about. I gave you a weakness, uh, really, so that you could become strong. Um, yeah, and that's a and that's a good. I love the the comparison to the Thor movie because that's that is exactly it. I mean, it's almost. It's almost a uh, you know direct correlation to going yeah this is exactly what happened to me you know um, a, a good metaphor to how it affects our lives you know show me show me that you're worthy mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you'll be given the power, all the power you need I mean that's that's an amazing piece uh, yeah good 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 point Mike man um, I'm gonna watch Thor again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, because yeah, when I've seen it, uh, yeah, but it's, it's a good point. It's it's yeah, you, you guys remember, you guys are very familiar with Thor and right. other things. So, um, yeah, I I don't know, I I don't, I don't have much to say to that because it's just so powerful. It gets me, uh, it gets me, you know, chill bumps when I think of it. You're reading that verse, and the thing of just how far that in my life that I go, well, I got a long ways to go. I need, <laughs> you know. Thank you, thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me so many weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so I've got to be able to perfect those. You know, I've got to be able to, and and the, the perfection piece is easy because all we have to do is is uh, the game. The game plan is out there. The map is out there. Yeah, we just he, have to follow. He, te- it. he tells us. He tells us exactly. And it's not hard. You don't even have to focus on the weaknesses. As a matter of fact, you just have to focus on him. Yeah. Done. That's it. Isn't that isn't that crazy? Yeah. How, how we make it hard. Yeah. We make we make it difficult. We put these roadblocks that are unnecessary in front of us. We we put these temptations in front of us that are not supposed to be there. We do that. Mm-hmm. He didn't yep. do that. He didn't do that. He's telling us, listen, listen to me. Follow what I'm telling you. I'm laying the path. You can walk on the hot coals if you want to. I have cool <laughs> path right here, ready to go. Yeah. All you got to do is follow it. Yeah. And we we choose we choose mm-hmm. to say you know what I want to I want to make this hard. Yeah. I want to yeah. I want to make this difficult because ah, I I know better. And it can't be that easy. <laughs> it can't be that easy, right? <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. If it, if it's that easy, then it's not true. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> you know, I mean, just it's well, just silly. It's silly when you hear it. So it's but it, that's that's what it is. It's kind of like what we would tell everybody in the world of going. You know, if they said, "Oh, hey, I got a call the other day, and um, evidently I've won a lottery," 
and uh, and and I'm, I'm inheriting some money from the lottery. I just have to pay them five thousand dollars so I can get the taxes uh, paid for, so I can earn twenty mm-hmm. million, right? So you go listen. If it sounds too, if it sounds too good to be true, <laughs> it's too good to be true. Like that's really what we're saying to that. Yet when it comes to the gospel or or, or you know our heavenly Father and, and Jesus Christ, that is it. It's like. All you have to do is just do this right over here. Check this out. And then we're going, nah, 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 nah. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. It's too good to be true. And yeah, so yeah. so, so we, we don't take the easy path. And I say easy, um, you know, uh, th- there, are, there are things that would try to keep you from taking the easy path. Um, and, just, and just by doing what we, what we know to be right anyway, you know, treat, you know treating your neighbor like yourself. That's a, that's a difficult one for a lot of people. I mean, as small as that is. Um, but all you have to do is, like you said earlier, Mike, just do your best. Just do your best at it. Try it. Yeah. You know. And then uh, there's a lot of other things in the w- in the other way, and it's really not hard at all. Um, we put our own stumbling blocks out there because of pride, because of greed, because of uh, you know whatever. Like that's what those stumbling blocks are. That's what gets mm-hmm. in the way of uh, of doing whatever. So you know. Um, I would say, you know, self-righteousness, you know, thinking that, yeah, no, I'm, it, this is me, accept me for who I am versus going, yeah, you know what? I just need to, I just need to follow that, that sign right there and I'll find me. I mean, cause that's really it. Um, yeah. when you find Christ, you find yourself. Um, you just got to follow that. That's it. Yeah. Because that's, that's who we are. We're, yeah, exactly. we're God's spirit children. Exactly. Exactly. We, like, we, 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 we have the ability to inherit everything that he has. Um, yeah. I say the ability because uh, it's there. It's not like it's, um, it, it, you know, the Geico commercial where they're hanging, dangling that dollar over. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah. you a dollar. You got to be quicker than that. <laughs> He's not doing that. So it's just there to be able to get, just reach for it, grab it. Um, you know, you know, this reminds me of, of an, a story and I have this weird, sometimes it's good, sometimes not so good. But I can see things uh, in movies and scenarios that relate easily for me that I can compare to a gospel situation. Like I said, sometimes it's kind of neat when I can see it. Sometimes it's not so kind of neat when I can see it because I'm like, it's real. Then it becomes real. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But this is uh, – you know, I have seen Endgame four times now, by the way, Ooh, just so you guys are aware. Man. I have seen it four times. And one of the times I, w- I went and saw it was with my daughter's. And one of my daughters asked me, she said, how come they waited five years to come back? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. That's a good question. Why five years? And I said, it had, it, there just had to be some reason, right? There had to be something that, for five years. And then in church this past week, um, there were some uh, testimonies being shared, and uh, people were talking about receiving answers. And and the interesting thing was, is every, all these different people that talked about receiving answers they were at different times, whether it was, you know, in matter of minutes or whatever, a matter of years, in different ways, and also in different ways that they they were seeking. And so when I, I, I thought about the uh, end game, I was like, you know what? It was meant to be five years. That's just the way that it was. This was the right time. Right. And I thought that related that to answers. Um, it's just the right time. When it's the right time, it's the right time. Now, we can ignore it. And it may not, and we can make it not the right time by our by how we are, mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes we get impatient with that. Uh, we're like, I don't want to know now, or you know, it's this is important to me, and it may not be uh, because, like we've talked about, here's the path, 
as Ben has alluded to, you know, here's the path I've laid it out for you. Right. Uh, the answers are going to come, you know, at the right time if you're patient and you're willing to, you know, to pray about it. You're willing to ask and you're willing to be open to what the answer might be mm-hmm. and not closed off to what you don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hey, I got that reminded me of something that happened this uh, this week to me. I won't give you all the details because it's a really long and it'd take me, you know, another 30 minutes just explaining what happened and then the outcome of it. But here's what I want to tell you. Um, I woke up on Monday morning and, um, and you're talking about the right time. Um, and that prompted me to think about listening to the Spirit and would the Holy Ghost talk to you. Because on Monday, I woke up and I was like, well, you know, I'm, at a, I'm at a new location for work. And um, I was like, okay, um, you know, I, I got a feeling that, man, maybe you shouldn't be at work today. And I'm like, nah, it's just a new location, no big deal. You know, I'm, I'll, 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 I'm going to work. You know, you got to make the best of things. Here we go. And uh, my wife also is at a new location for her work. And um, so anyway, uh, I, I'll, I'll circle that back here in just a moment or so. And so I got this feeling as I'm at work. I'm like, man, something just it doesn't feel right today, but I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't tell why. I mean, I'm like, no, it's, I'm here at work. It's a new group of people. It's a new a location, it's, you know, it's okay. You got to get used to it, you know. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, later in the, in the day or in the morning, I got a call that an emergency took place um, at home. And um, I got back home, uh, needless to say. And on the way back, I called my wife and was telling her what this emergency was. And she relayed this same story, that she had this feeling that she, mm. she should be at home today. And that she goes, I had this feeling. I didn't know. I, she thought it was a new location, etc. I said, you're not going to believe this, but I also had the same feeling that I should be at home today. And so it was really a moment where, you know, the spirit is talking to us for whatever reason. And, and it's telling you what to do. Now, I'm not saying go out and miss work. <laughs> what I'm saying, is, <laughs> I, what I'm I was saying about is, to do that tomorrow. It's a very, it's a very, you know, a still voice. When I say that, it's 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 absolutely true. But it was so, it was so clear. But I just couldn't put my finger on it. I'm like, it's just me. It's just, and so maybe I wasn't in tune as I should have been to when the spirit was talking to me. So <clears> let me ask, can I ask you a question, Moose? On that? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I just I, I know to, you want to finish your story. Yeah, it's I, under that. I, I, I do ahead. want it because, you know, it's kind of like that prayer piece, Mike, and that is if you're praying for the answer, you have to be in tune and be doing the right thing and, and things like that to know when that answer is going to get there and when you're going to receive the, okay, now it's time or, or whatever it is that you're praying about. Um, and uh, I just, I, it was amazing to me. And I just, I felt bad that I ignored, you know, possibly, um, uh, well, I, I ignored the spirit talking to me, but I was more afraid of, of saying, you know, uh, to work, hey guys, I don't, I don't I'm going to stay home today. I'm not quite sure why, uh, but I'm going to stay home today. <laughs> like, but you've got to be able to know what it is. And it was a crazy feeling because I, I if I was at home, uh, it, this absolutely would have been avoided. And it was a, you know, a terrible uh, accident, but uh, but certainly uh, everything's okay now. Go ahead, Ben. What so you so so you probably answered it just now. My question would have been is why why didn't you listen? 
I, I, I don't know. I, again, I recognize it. I just couldn't put my finger on why it would have been. I thought it was perhaps uh, you know, something that I was, I was feeling about work, but it really had nothing to do with work. It was, a, and I can't tell you why or if I would have changed it if it were, you know, uh, you know, last week or the week before. I probably would have mm-hmm. listened at this particular moment. I didn't, um, and I'm not quite sure why. But to be able to, to put your finger on it when the Spirit is telling you something, I think is is critical. Um, yeah, yeah uh, Moose, and I, I think also that uh, it's it's hard to to act sometimes because of all the other things that are pulling you because it's like you just said, which I was going to probably, I was going to say this probably wouldn't have happened if you had stayed home. So then, then what, then your response is, why did I need to stay home? Right. What, nothing happened. Right. And we get caught up in some of that stuff. It was uh, elder Ballard, I think I want to say elder Ballard. And he had gave a talk about how he was going down the wrong road with his dad. He was, or he was driving home with his dad in his truck, and there was a, uh, a fork in the road. And they could they prayed about which way to go, and they, they were told to go to the right. And they go to the right, and it's a dead end. And then they so they come back, and they know the other way is the right direction. And he asked his dad, you know, if if it was the wrong way, why did we both receive confirmation that it was the right thing to do? And his response, his dad's response to him was, well, maybe it was so we could see that this was the wrong way so we wouldn't be questioning the entire time as we're driving home the right way. You wouldn't be worried about mm-hmm. it. You would just be driving home. And so wow. I, I guess the point being is that, you know, maybe maybe this is, a, a, you know, I'm assuming everything's okay with the emergency, um, but maybe this is an opportunity for you. Next time you go, uh-uh, I'm not taking that chance. Right. Next time, this is, what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to listen next time. Yeah, it's, it's, that's just an excellent point. Uh, and, and again, Ben, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would have done. Maybe I would have, and like Mike said, if I would have stayed home, it, it wouldn't have happened. Um, it just, I, I'm, I can almost assure you that it wouldn't have happened. Um, so it's one, it's probably one of those things that, you know, when you look back, this is one of those humbling moments. This is one of those moments where, you know, like you say, you know, you have to be in tuned and you have to be, you have to, you have to be listening because you never know, you never know in what form or what way or what manner you're going to, you're going to get your, your communication or, or, or whatnot of your confirmation of what to do and what not to do. So, you know, with Mike's story and then obviously with your story. So, um, man, it just makes you think, are things happening before me and I'm not paying attention? <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this? I'm going to, I'll tell you another story real fast. I'm going to tell you two, two, two other things. Um, so there was a um, there was an accident uh, that happened on the road one time. We were coming back from Disney. I had the entire family in the car, um, and this car was we were we were on uh, uh, going to Disney. We we're coming out of Disney World, so we're on uh, in Orlando, and uh, the I-4 is just a, a monster beast of an interstate, and very very high traffic uh, uh, interstate. And there was a car. Um, so if we're going one way down the interstate, there was a car set parallel to, so they were going, if we're going east and west per, per se, they're going north and south in the road. So mm-hmm. it's like, what are, what just, what's going on? Like all of a sudden we come over and there is a car in the middle of traffic, like there's traffic everywhere. So how did this car end up, you know, sideways is incredible. And so they're going towards the, the, uh, uh, the, the left side or going into the middle of the highway and they start going and I'm like, what's going on? How, they can't just, you just can't do that. Like you're crossing, a, you know, interstate with people going, you know, 60 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour. 
And you, you can't just do that. Like, it just doesn't work this way. Um, so what do you know when we're next? We're, we're next in line when they start moving, and I'm like, oh, no. So I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, I, I, don't know, I think I say uh-oh or something like that. And I try to move over to the left, and to the left, there's a there's a um, there's a, a concrete wall, so I can't go anywhere. Yeah. There's a wall, and there's a car heading in my direction on the right, and there's a wall on the left. So there's no shoulder at all. There's no there's nowhere to to, to go. So I go as far as I can to the wall. I, I slow down as as much as I could to try to get over, but to get past the car, and. Uh, and they completely miss us, and they hit the car in back of us. And I'm like, and they would have hit the side where all the kids are sitting on, you know. You, you know. Oh my so goodness. I'm like, I, I can't, I don't understand how that car missed us. Um, the only reason I could, I could say it is that it's got to be through, you know, God made, somehow made that car miss us. Because there's no way I was going to miss this car. And I, I consider myself a pretty good driver. But it completely missed us, and I don't know how it did. It got the car behind us. Hmm. Um, so, um, so with that being said, um, and I look at some emergencies that take place and things like that. Um, just, just curious on what you guys think about this, and then we'll end this uh, podcast with this. But uh, do you feel, or do you know, or do you think that there are um, spirits or angels out there? the Heavenly Father has around the world that help um, everybody. Um, do you think that there that that's the case? Um, do you think that if, if it's through, you know, Christ that we were saved this from it being hit, how were we saved? Was hmm. it because, um, you know, I, and, and that's I just kind of elaborate. Do you think that it's, it's a, you know, Angels that have passed on that have, have come back or angels that haven't uh, uh, received their body yet. Like, do you think that's possible or do you think that mm, it's just, that's just, a, it just happened and, you know, the Holy Ghost or Christ made it happen? Like, how, because I don't know the answer, by the way. I don't know the answer. So I'm just wondering how you think some of that stuff happens. I'm, I'm gonna let uh, Ben go first on this one. <laughs> awesome! I, I knew I knew you were gonna default to this guy. <laughs> well, I had I had to say that before you said it. <laughs> uh, so, man, um, I, I I'm I'm torn in between um, because I mean I I try to recall when I was a young 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 kid uh, what I thought I might have seen when I seen things, you know, um, and I don't know um, what I've seen to be honest with you, but you you know you assume. That you like, you see an angel, you see right. something that's that's helped you. Um, then, and then when you think about like your story, Moose, when you talk about your story, and it's like uh, there's no explanation for some of these things. That listen, um, God is Almighty. Right. He, he, he snaps his fingers, point, look, blink an eye, um, and things change. So you know, I, I'm not I'm not saying that he's not doing his job per se. If that's his job to say, you know, hey, I'm gonna, it's not your time. But maybe he does have people that you know that help him. I I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the answer is. I I I almost think I don't want to think about it. It just happened. Well, and and keep in mind, like I just kind of go from stories where you always hear throughout time where they people talk about guardian angels. You know mm-hmm. how do you think that's really a, something that could happen? Guardian angels that you have one or more angels assigned to you, whether they be relatives that have passed on, whether they be. 
uh, uh, relatives that yet to come, or not a relative at all. You know, we're, I mean, I say a relative. We're all relatives um, in the brothers and sisters sense. Yeah. So, you know, could that could there be any truth to that? What do you think, Mike? What say you, Mike? This is uh, this is kind of a uh, you would think because uh, we are religious. You would think that we would have a ready answer for this. And if that's the great thing about who we are is that we don't necessarily. And you can ask different members and they'll give you different answers. That's right. Um, and part of me wants to say, I hope not, because they're seeing everything that I'm doing. <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what part of me wants to say. Um, but I, I think that there's there's got to be some truth to it. In terms of, uh, because I know that I've experienced situations where um, I've seen things happen um, with with maybe somebody in the afterlife, uh, and, and I, I knew it, and how, how it came to me, I don't know. That's that's the one thing that I get confused on. Was it through the Holy Ghost? Is that the only way it can happen? Right. Or was it actually that person? Um, and so, I, I, I'm sorry, Moose, I don't have an answer, yes or no. I think it's possible. But I can't say for sure that I 100% believe it. I know that seems kind of a cop out. No, but it's not because it's not because I'm not willing to believe it. It's because I don't know if I believe that, I, or, I, so, or I, and I shouldn't say if I believe it. I don't know if I had that answer. Right. So, so Moose, I, I know you asked because you obviously you have your own opinion as well. I think I think this is one of those questions where um, there is an answer and there isn't. Um, and you know, and I say that because <laughs> uh, because like like Mike said. Um, everybody has, uh, they don't answer it differently. And, um, you know, you, you, and I'm with Mike on this and I like how you bring this up at the end of the podcast, by the <laughs> way. Um, uh, but I want to say, I was like, I, I'm with Mike on that. You know, a part of me is like, there's, there's gotta be, because there's just some things that just you see, or you can't explain, or you just, you know, and then the way you just explained it moves is, you know, whether it be a family member or a friend or someone, or maybe no one that you know, who, who is, because eventually we all know each other, um, yeah. but we don't. Well, and we know that those who have passed on aren't just hanging out there. They're not just sitting there. We right. know that. Our belief tells us that we know they are not just hanging out. Correct. Well, and, and I say it because I don't have the answers either. I maybe have some suggestions, but I don't even know if they're right. And quite frankly, it doesn't matter how it, it's, it's being done because we know that it gets mm-hmm. done. And ultimately, that's it. There's some things that we just can't explain. And some yeah. of those things always uh, um, come to my mind and that if I follow and, and I'm obedient and I do certain things, that some of those mysteries and some of those uh, um, uh, things that we don't know, that no one may have an answer to, may come to you. You know, the Lord may show you those mysteries of the gospel and how mm. it works. Um, only through obedience, though, can we get that done. And right. so, so anyway, I don't know. I just thought I would ask to see what you guys thought. Uh, because I, as much as I'd like to believe that um, it, it just blinks, he blinks his eyes or he just snaps his fingers, he doesn't do that. He does it. I think he does it in a way that makes sense that the same re- the way we, you know, uh, ordain priesthood leaders or, mm-hmm. or, or that we give um, the priesthood, we pass the priesthood down or the same thing that we give. Like there's just so many things that's done so naturally that I go, how is that done? And I don't know. I don't know which came first. We <laughs> talked about it before. The chicken or the egg. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that it's there. It's real. And he made it. Couldn't tell you which came first, the chicken or the egg. I don't know. But uh, but that doesn't mean I doubt that the chicken is, is real, you know? Like, it's still real. 
Uh, I still taste yeah. it. I eat it. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't. I the chicken, yes, not the egg. <laughs> you don't. You don't like eggs. Okay. Uh, you don't like eggs. I like scrambled eggs. Oh, I, just so you know, Ben, I'm the one who turned him on to scrambled eggs. He wouldn't eat scrambled He's eggs crazy. until I made them for him one time. This was years and years crazy? ago. Are you we, crazy? We were both. We were both laid off at the time. We were both looking for work. And he's like, I don't like eggs. And I can't ask him, come over here, I'll make some for you. And they were good. And he's like, oh, okay, I like these eggs. So, so I take it, his shaking his, his head is... is he's lost his mind. Sure. Listen, I was a kid, I ate scrambled eggs. I would only eat it with ketchup, though. That is the truth. Is, oh. I only eat it with ketchup. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You, you didn't show me hey, that, did you? <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, I just want you to know, scrambled eggs do taste good with ketchup. Oh, y'all are just nasty. I love it. Ketchup, I could drink it right out of the bottle. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't mean to change I have seen you eat a ketchup sandwich. Before, I yes. love ketchup sandwiches. They are delicious. I don't want a ketchup sandwich either. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> what you got to try is a banana and mayonnaise sandwich. No, well, I don't eat mayonnaise that much, uh, but I would not try that. I'm sorry. No, I, I like mayonnaise. I like bananas, but the two of them together just doesn't work for Let me. Let me tell you the last you thing I'll tell you. You can't yeah. say it doesn't work for you. Uh, peanut butter and coconut. Uh, very good together, just so you know. Just one My only issue with that is I know we're trying to end this podcast. <laughs> is that I don't like coconut peanut butter. I'm good with uh, coconut. No, they married. They, the marriage is really good. You got to check it out. Hey, uh, everybody, thanks for listening to the uh, the Everyday Mormon podcast. Um, please, if you like just listening and hanging out for the ride uh, to work or from work or at home, uh, share it on your Facebook feed or your your social media feed. We appreciate it. Uh, and we hope to uh, have you again next week and, uh, and hope to talk to you then. Hope to hear from you. Thanks for the uh, listener email. And if you have any more comments, feel free to shoot us an email. You can always do that at, um, uh, what is it, the podcast? What, what is it? Yeah, podcast at everydaymorningpodcast.com. Oh, there it is. All right. Podcast at everydaymorningpodcast. There we go. That's it. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it so much. Take care.